0: Welcome to Retiring Today, the podcast that guides you to and through retirement. If you are knocking on 65, Medicare is knocking on your door. Your email, your inbox, your Facebook feed, your, I don't know, anywhere you consume anything, you're probably seeing Medicare information. If you see Medicare information, you're also seeing supplement plan information. That's what we want to tackle today because there's a lot when it comes to those supplement plans. So here's what we've got. I'm hosting this thing. I'm here with Rochelle Smith. She's a producer. I'm Molly Nelson. But the people you really want to hear from, they're across from me and Rochelle. They are Anne Marie Morrow. She's the director of Medicare here at Merkel Retirement Planning. And then there's Lauren Merkel. He's a certified financial fiduciary, a certified financial planner, and he also knows a little bit about this stuff too. But Lauren, the reason you have Anne Marie sitting right next to you is because. There's a lot to learn when it comes to Medicare and the supplement plans. And we have somebody on our team who's dedicating you know, their career right now to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, people turn 62 and they get inundated with Social Security information. They think that that is confusing, but then they get, get hit 64 and they, just like you mentioned, when you said knocking on your door, I was thinking knocking down your door because <laughs> of all the information that gets shoved to your mailbox and any other form of communication that's available. Uh, and it's daunting. And how do you sift through all this information? And that's why it's important to have somebody like Anna Marie on your team to help you identify, here's what you want from a healthcare standpoint. Here's what you, here's the different options that you have. And then here's the costs associated with it. And, and how does that work together with all the other elements of your retirement plan when it comes to tax planning, when it comes to your income planning and legacy planning, because the decisions you make with some of those other elements of your plan could have an immediate impact on the decision you make with your health care Medicare plan and vice versa.
0: And Anna Marie, when you sit down with people, just on kind of a you know overview level, what are some of the surprising things or the ways that you really kind of see you know, oh, I'm so glad we got to chat about this. I didn't know that. That that wasn't in the flyers I got in the mail or the or the other educational thing I went to.
2: Yeah, for everyone I meet with, I think that's different. I've never had the same conversation twice. Um, people are surprised by the Irma, the income related monthly adjustment amount, which is tied into your Part B. So your Part B on original Medicare. The premium you pay is reflective of what you claimed for income two years previously. So it's not going to be the same for everybody. You really need to take that into account when planning for retirement. It's never too early to start planning because of that two-year look back they do. It's just something to be prepared for. Uh, Lauren and I met with a couple, um, and they brought in, they were ready to retire. It was the first time meeting with us, and they bring in this itemized list of their what they expected in net expenses in retirement, and they even had on there, you know, they expected to pay that base $148.50 for each of them for Part B and they were pretty conservative with their supplement costs and you know they had it planned out. Well, as Lauren and I talked through the rest of it, their tax planning, their income planning and investment planning, it turned out that for their part B, they were each going to have to pay over $500 wow. a piece. And then the immediate immediate question after that is well, can we plan to retire anymore? Like, do we need to rethink <laughs> right. all of this? It's devastating. So that's probably the biggest shock factor as far as people not knowing what to expect, but definitely something you want to keep in mind when you're within those years of electing Medicare.
1: Yeah, I could say most people as we're planning for their income at retirement or a 65 age have no idea that when they're 63, the income that they make could impact the amount of Medicare premium that they're going to pay. And that's just one of the Medicare traps that people can fall into.
0: And obviously at 63, you're near the end of your working career. You possibly could be the highest wage earning years of your life. So Not surprising that you would pay a higher Part B premium.
1: Yeah, most people are. That's their top wage earning years, and they're also probably engaged in some other type of tax planning activity that could increase their income. All of these things are things that we need to look at when we're planning for the tax plan or the income plan, uh, because the decisions that they make could have an impact on their Medicare costs.
0: And what we want to focus on today is is not Part A and B. We want to talk about the supplements, but here's why Part A and P just generally a and B that is just generally don't <laughs> a, and Listen, a and P there's so many letters on this thing. I, I can't see, see how it.
1: easy it is to get confused.
0: <laughs> Let's start at the beginning of the alphabet. We'll work our way down. Part a and B for most people just isn't enough. You know, a general kind of stat that I was reading online is it covers about 80% of costs for hospitals, doctors, and medical providers. And then, okay, heart bypass. I bet all of us at least know someone who's had heart bypass surgery. Not, I wouldn't call it common. Now, numbers don't ask me, but I read this online. The American Heart Association says that a heart bypass is about eighty five thousand dollars. That's if you have no complications, nothing goes wrong. That's just the basic minimum you're going to pay. You could be responsible if you're only on Part A and B for about seventeen thousand dollars of your copay.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I bet the people, the couple that you sat down with and had their line itemized budget didn't have
2: seventeen thousand dollars in one year for a heart bypass surgery. Right, and the The most devastating, heartbreaking phone calls I get are from children or grandchildren of their parents or grandparents who have just been admitted into a hospital. They had a health event occur. They were only on A and B. And those bills start arriving in the mail, and they are astronomical. There's no out-of-pocket max when you're on just A and B, original Medicare. You know, much like how Social Security is not set up as a retiree's sole form of income, same with Medicare. It was not established to be a retiree's sole form of health care. So much uh, unexpected cost, no out-of-pocket maximum, and depending on the health event, it could even be more than $17,000. So when it comes to those supplemental plans, generally
0: you have Medigap and Advantage plans, and you can't have
2: both, right? So you have
0: to choose wisely. (laughs) So that's where Anna Marie Morrow comes in. She helps you choose wisely. And so what we want to do today on this podcast is talk about those two, kind of compare, contrast, you know, get into some yes, no, maybe as we look at some of the basic uh, questions people have
2: about those. So first, let's give kind of an overview first of what Medigap is. So Medigap is the traditional supplement. It's also known as Medigap. It's also all the letters that you hear about. So FG, K, L, M, N, all these letters. And each letter represents which sort of coverage will take over for your A and B out-of-pocket costs. So there's this huge confusing graph that you can look at (laughs) where all the services are on the left side and then each column of all the letters is, you know, it covers 100% of this or 80% of that. So naturally, you want to look at the column that has all the 100%s, and that is Plan F. It was known as the Cadillac of all plans. You literally had no excess charges, no co payments, no deductibles to pay. So naturally, it's no longer available. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> Darn it. It is available if you turned 65 before January 1st of 2020, but you kind of want to compare your costs um, because Plan G is the exact same as plan F with one exception. And that is the part B deductible, which for the calendar year of this year is only $203. So it's still great coverage. You just have that one out of pocket cost. If you do need servicing done within a clinic or hospital, you're going to have that $203.
0: Now these part GFQ, whatever you're talking about, are these what you pay for these
2: income-based? No. Okay. No, it's based off of your age. It's also based off of the insurance carrier. So these are regulated by the federal government, but they're offered through private insurance carriers. And what's interesting about these Medigap plans is you typically you typically naturally want to look at what that premium is for the current year or what it's going to be for the next year. But actually, for the traditional plan, you want to do a 5 to 10 year look back on whichever insurance company you're going with because there is a rate of increase. It's based off of age, so though that premium is gonna go up no matter what, and also we have to think about inflation. But just an ex- as an example, a number of years ago, a nationwide well-known carrier came into Iowa and they offered, for the first time, Plan F at this super low premium. So everyone was just jumping onto this plan because they Ooh. heard about this company. Is that
0: like what Netflix did when they first came about? Get in at the low rate. Yeah, I, I think I know where rate. you're going. I know where you're going. Yeah, You're going to hook
2: me and then? Exactly. And then flip the switch. So when you're on these traditional plans, you have guaranteed issue when you first enroll. But then after a certain amount of time, you have to be underwritten if you want to switch to a different carrier on plan G or plan F, you have to be underwritten. So after two years, Guess what this insurance company did to their premium? I got an idea. <laughs> Jacked them up. Yes, by 28%. Oof. And they knew that if people had a health event during that time frame, they wouldn't be able to switch to a different insurance carrier. So that's where you really want to do your research. Have your planner or your agent be your advocate and look at the history of the insurance carrier you're considering.
1: So that's a great example of how having that experience really helps because if you don't have that experience and you didn't know to look back or that the insurance carriers could actually increase their Premiums. You're just going to look at what the current offering is, and you say this is a no-brainer. Everybody else is charging me two hundred dollars a month, where I can pay a hundred dollars a month here, and I'm going to go with a hundred dollars a month for the same covers, not realizing you could be locked into this really indefinitely. With a, a much higher increase in premiums, so you then lose control over what your premiums are because you don't you basically eliminated these other options in many cases uh, if you don't have that experience and know what to look for as you're making these decisions.
0: The other supplement plan, <laughs> Medicare Advantage, again,
2: basic overview. What's that all about? So these are the plans that you see all over infomercials and a lot of the mail you're getting that say there's this $0 premium, but all these shiny bells and whistles of dental vision. I like $0 and (laughs) bells and whistles. Right? (laughs) (laughs) They sound amazing. There's even free gym memberships, over-the-counter drug allowances. Some have chiropractic care. Um, It is very important to note that Every Advantage plan is different from another Advantage plan. They vary by county, so a lot of times we hear, oh, I want the plan my brother-in-law is on in eastern Iowa. The chances are that plan is not available here in your county, wherever you may be. Um, so do your research and then find out what you expect because each Advantage plan is different. Some have chiropractic care as a part of it. Some have free gym memberships. Others don't. So really fine tune you know, what you expect with your med- medical coverage and moving forward. Now, do you know, I'm going, I'm going to have a history
0: question for you here. Do you know why they vary by county? How, why that is?
2: That is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> so it's up to the insurance carrier and basically what the, the geographical population, what their coverage looks like, what their hospitals provide, what their network looks like within that county that kind of dictates which route uh, these private insurance carriers go with what they're offering within each county. So it does vary because if participating gyms are in one county, but they're not in the other, it may not make sense to make that a part of that plan. Okay, so you promised me bells and whistles, you promised me zero premium,
0: but you guys have heard the old adage, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. You remember the laser pointer you bought off Facebook?
1: Yeah, I got Marco? other examples since. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a whole podcast about that at this point. <laughs> <He's>, uh, <laughs> so let's stay on topic.
2: <laughs> okay, so it can't be that great. Or is it? Yeah, that is... Probably next to the Irma, that is the next question I get all the time is what's the catch? Zero premium and all this great stuff. Why isn't everything like this? So they are regulated by CMS, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and they are receiving monies. So that Part B premium that everybody is paying, no matter which supplement route they go, the government is reallocating that money to these private insurance companies to mandate that they provide the same or better coverage. So they are receiving receiving this money, they are being funded, and these Advantage Plans tend to look better and better every year. Um, They eliminate billions in fraud, waste, and abuse that happens with traditional plans, because on traditional plans, you can have whatever services you need done, and doctors bill Medicare, and you don't see a dime of that come out of your own pocket outside of that whatever deductible or out-of-pocket cost you're paying. So these Advantage Plans get better and better every year. They are receiving money. And the catch, if you want to call it a catch, is you pay as you go for your care. So look at what that plan's out-of-pocket max is. For example, let's say for easy numbers, it's $1,000 for the calendar year. Then you need to make sure that if you have a health event occur, you're comfortable paying that $1,000 within that calendar year. You need to make sure your doctors and specialists are in network. They behave, they are, PPO plans, and HMO plans. So you could have an in and out of network maximum or on an HMO. It's only in network. And if you go out of network, you could be paying 100% of the cost. So get familiar with that. Make sure your doctors, specialists are in network. And more than anything, if you have a health event occur, make sure you and your spouse are comfortable getting that bill in the mail for whatever that plan's out of pocket max is.
0: But that thousand bucks sounds like nothing compared to 17,000 for the heart bypass surgery. Right. That I might have been paying again if just the minimum amount for heart bypass, right? And
2: it might, it, and honestly, a thousand dollars was just an example. It could be some plans have a five thousand dollar out of pocket max, some have a four thousand dollars. It does vary widely between each each insurance plan, um, but also it can happen a very finite amount of time too. So if uh, we saw this during COVID. You no, know, people were admitted into the hospital and then transferred to a skilled nursing facility back into a hospital and the drugs that they were administered, they hit that out of pocket max of around $4,000 for the year. And to someone who's used to seeing a zero premium, that's still a lot of money. That's yeah. still a lot of money. So just make sure that that is something you're very comfortable hitting should something happen.
0: I'm going back to the in-network doctors thing and thinking how quickly medical events can happen sometimes and you're getting transferred and maybe even decisions are being made around you. Do you find a lot that people go ahead and get services, like, accidentally, for lack of a better word, from somebody that's not in-network and then really get bit by that? Or people pretty good about ahead of time finding out who's in their network?
2: People, yeah, because... It's based off of not singular doctors. it's usually a network like Unity Point okay. or Iowa Clinic. They contract as a whole underneath that plans uh, network. But something also to keep in mind with advantage plans is you don't need to just make sure your doctors are in network that you know that one time because doctors change who they contract with every year oh. which is why we have the benefit of this annual enrollment period at the end of every year. This is the time frame between October 15th to December 7th to where you can make sure your doctor's contracted the following year, your drugs are still covered, that kind of thing, because it's not the same every year.
0: And I'm going to tell you, when it comes to the medical stuff, insurance stuff, calling doctors, checking things, I I am not good about doing any of that. You know, they say you should, I mean, it just sounds like extra work that I'm... I don't know. Am I lazy? Yes. We can, You guys, yes. Go ahead. It's okay. Not, <laughs> or, your we're head. all
1: shaking right <laughs> now. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, like, we work with you. We know. I mean, I'm just like, oh, calling um, to find if they're in that. Or I hate making any of those things. And luckily, I do have a husband who does a lot of that stuff. So I will plead that I kind of just don't. But my point being, are, do you find that, again, once you're in Medicare, you're just way more proactive on all this because you know? Or do you find that your job is to kind of tell people and help people through that? Or how does that work when... That kind of sounds like a lot of extra work I don't know if I want to do.
2: That's the huge benefit of having an advocate as a planner and agent on your side is that they should be checking in with you at the beginning of October, asking for any updated information, or even if it's the same information. That way, when October 15th hits, they can guide you in in making those informed decisions on if the plan is still the best fit for you. Okay, I know we're coming at you with a
0: lot of information, listener, but what we hope to do is give you a lot of information you can pick out you know perk your ears up to stuff that interests you and then at the end we kind of want to summarize this because we do know that it's a lot if you have questions though, here is a great opportunity you can schedule a 15 minute retirement checkup call right now go to merkelretire.com that's m e r k l e retire.com right there you're linked to a calendar you schedule your 15 minute call and you can ask medicare questions tax planning questions any retirement questions that are on your mind but let's go back to Medicare supplemental plans. We're talking about Medigap versus Advantage plans. Anne Marie, we haven't even talked yet about prescription coverage. What do we need to know when it comes to these two supplemental
2: choices? Yes. Yeah, so the fourth and final basis of Medicare is D, Part D. And that is the prescription drug program. And if you Google online, do I need a drug card? It is defined as an optional program to help mitigate the cost of expensive prescription medications. And it makes me chuckle every time that they throw the word optional in there. Why is that? Cuz a and B cover some prescriptions? No, it's because, well, let's say you're turning 65 and you're not on any, on any prescription medication. So why would I want to pay a premium for something I don't need? Well, here's why. <clears throat> In 20 or 25 years, 30 years, your medications start adding up. You're getting on some that are quite expensive. So you start looking at a drug card. You will incur a 1% penalty for every month you went without a drug card. And you will have that penalty every month with your premium for the duration of your lifetime. For
0: not signing up at 65? Correct. Or we're not, yeah. we're not
2: signing up when you first elect Medicare. When you first elect A and B, with your Part B especially, because you don't have to elect A and B at the same time. But once you elect the B component, you need to elect D, choose your drug card, at the same time to avoid incurring a penalty.
1: And that's a very important point because when I'm talking with the pre-retirees about Medicare, uh, a lot of times they'll say, hey, if I don't sign up for Medicare at age 65, I'm going to have some kind of penalty, right? But most of the time they're talking about signing up for Medicare Part B, they've heard in some way about that penalty, but very rarely does anybody ever bring up this Part D penalty and instead of being uh, a 10% penalty potentially for life on Part B, it's one percent, as Anne Marie said, every single month that they don't sign up for it. So it can be rather substantial. And you're right, uh, Anne Marie. It's it's uh, it's appealing if you don't have any medications at age 65 to not sign up for something that you think you don't need. But it could be really costly if that's a decision or a route that you go on.
2: And there's two different ways you can have a drug card. The first way is if you're on a traditional plan F or plan G, then you would have a standalone drug card with a premium where you would pay your co-pays each refill time. The second way you can have a qualified drug card is it is a part of an advantage plan where you don't have a separate premium for your drug card. They're built into the plans. So that's another thing to consider when looking at your advantage plan, checking your network, but then also making sure that any prescriptions you are on are covered under that plan. But if you're not on any prescription medications, then that could add to the benefit of being on an Advantage plan.
1: Well, and then is the type of coverage for uh, for the drugs different, whether you go with a a Part D versus the Advantage plan?
2: It's it's not going to be different as long as they're covered. So you still have the same tiers, Uh, Most Advantage plans do eliminate the deductible tier for the drug card, and they immediately go into cost-sharing on the Advantage plan. But they still have the same rules and regulations, whether it's a standalone drug card or an Advantage plan. They're still both regulated by the government to provide the same or better coverage for your drug coverage.
0: So I'm a few years out from this decision, but I am overwhelmed by the information. I know you you hold (laughs) workshops all the time where you... Take what an hour or so to give all this information, and, and the common yeah, thing you the, hear is at the, the end.
2: The biggest piece of feedback I get from mostly everybody is, I'm more confused now than before I walked in here, and I get it because all this information it kind of needs to be the umbrella of covering, you know, all of the United States, but no one's situation is the same as the person sitting next to them, so you know, we offer that complimentary visit or phone call afterwards. And as soon as you sit down one-on-one and we break down those maze walls and just make it a direct conversation of your situation, it just streamlines it. And after 15 minutes, we're like, oh yeah, that's, that feels better. That's so much more easy to understand because this <laughs> is a behemoth of information. And it is known as the maze of Medicare for very good reason.
1: And I view that uh, workshop feedback as a positive thing because what that means is you're shedding light on all these different components of Medicare uh, that people just aren't aware of. They can't get this detail with these flyers that they get in the mail or the email that they get. So you're shedding light on all this information they've really never had exposure to before, and it's just allowing them to know that there is a lot out there that they don't know, which is why that, that personal consultation is really so important, and mm-hmm. in, in you're right. So you sit down with them for, for 15 minutes, get their Specific information, customize the information, tailor it to their situation, and then it becomes a lot easier for them to consume, which means it's a lot easier for them to make decisions that are important to them.
0: Mm -hmm. Before we get to our speed round of yes, no, maybe so, as we compare and contrast Medigap and Medicare Advantage plans, there are three things you want to make sure the people listening today don't miss because they're important and we're going to put them hopefully in the most digestible way possible. Anne-Marie, the first one is out-of-pocket costs. What do people need to know?
2: Yeah, a big surprise is if you or your agent, your planner, is not doing their due diligence every year during that annual enrollment period and you just stay on the plan you're on, that out-of-pocket max could change the following year. And you might have more that you'll need to pay if you do have a health event occur, but just making sure that that plan is still a big fit for you.
0: Some people get surprised by the health questions that can be involved.
2: Yes, that's a big shocker as well. If you're, you know, you have 12 months to test drive an Advantage plan when you first enroll in Medicare. Outside of that 12 months, if you, after a while, are feeling like, I might be more comfortable going to the traditional Plan G, that way I know exactly what to budget for every month with my premium, well, if you've had a health event occur, you might not be able to join that plan. So that's something to be prepared for as well.
0: The enrollment period is important. You've outlined it because your out-of-pocket can change. In-network doctors can change. Prescription coverage can change. Mm -hmm. What else do people need to know about Part B?
2: Yeah, the enrollment period, this is huge because a lot of the mail people get, it says if you don't elect right at 65, you will have that Part B penalty. However, if you are still working and you have employer group coverage where your employer has more than 20 employees you have qualified coverage, you don't necessarily need to elect A and B. Uh, You could just elect A. It could come into play as a supplement. But also look at if your spouse is still working. You know, you might be able to join their plan. It's really good to do this cost analysis where you line it up side by side and just look where your cost savings might be. Because if you have that qualified coverage on an employer group plan, there will not be a Part B penalty. All right, it's game time. Markle, you ready? Bring Let's it. do it. All right,
1: so I'm ready. I, I want to see what we're gonna, that really intently. Good.
0: I want to see what you've learned I today. Soaked it up. I'm ready. Okay, so we're gonna go through some of the important points of Medigap versus Advantage plans, and the answer you give is a yes, a no, or a maybe. So, Rochelle, you want to play too? Maybe so. Uh, No, but I'll keep score. Uh, Yes. Uh, Somebody needs to keep score. Lauren, if you, I don't know, what should be the prize? He tells us if he loses. (laughs) No, he has to reveal what he bought recently on social media. Exactly, He's like, we tried to get him to tell us what he bought. He's like, I am still a little um, salty about it. So once I get over it, maybe I'll tell you guys what I bought. So he has to reveal if he loses. Loses to who, though, Anne-Marie? Because that's clearly happening. If
2: If he gets one wrong, he has to tell. there we go there we
0: go okay okay Okay. medigap versus advantage plans is there a monthly oh we have to go through them each sorry um i'm not a very good game show host first (laughs) let's do medigap stay with us here i promise this will make sense medigap we're gonna go through these yes no maybe so merkel medigap monthly premium yes Yes. no mate good is he right yes okay (laughs) He got it is it an all-in-one plan
2: medigap yes No. no Correct. And that's something I'd like to touch on real quickly. <laughs> oh, more information. There's <laughs> always, always more information. About There's me no being skirting correct? around it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Not about you being correct. Uh, so, all in one. So, what does that mean? I think it's important to highlight that if you do go the traditional route, it's just medical, it doesn't cover dental, vision, hearing, long term care. Um, so, that's important to a uh, to just let people be aware of as well so good job lauren
0: MetaGet plan underwriting yes no maybe so
1: maybe so
2: ding 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 <laughs> you have guaranteed issue when you first elect medicare so you don't need to answer health questions but after that uh yeah be prepared for for underwriting prescription coverage no Ding, ding, ding. If you have Medigap, you will need a standalone drug card.
0: Keep my doctors. Yes.
2: Ding, ding. Well, kind of. <laughs> I think. I don't really know. Like, what does that mean? Keep my doctors. As long as your doctors accept Medicare on Medigap, you, you can go anywhere. I recently talked to a doctor, and they're like, honey, if we didn't accept Medicare, we'd be broke. So, yeah, you have an open network with Medigap as long as your doctors are, uh, are subscribing to Medicare. Can eliminate most of your parts A and B out of
0: pocket cost? Yes. Correct. Is that all? He was, oh, 100%. Oh, I really want to know what he bought. Yeah, that's devastating. What about coverage abroad? Uh, Great. You you (laughs) hope, no, seriously, yeah, coverage abroad. Do you know the answer? (laughs) Did you
2: say you're, you want to tell us what you bought online?
1: Uh, What? what? Well, I was going to say yes, but then now I'm thinking maybe so. So my official response is yes.
2: <laughs> I'm going to say that's wrong. It depends.
1: Oh. Yes. On what? And
2: here's why. Each lettered plan is different. So plan G, there is coverage for abroad, but a different lettered plan may not have coverage abroad.
1: See, I thought that was an easy one. And oh.
0: the, the most hard-hitting question is, does Joe Namath represent it? Medigap does Joe Namath represent Medigap does Joe Namath yes no maybe so
1: Um, yes
0: I don't think so (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's the advantage plan I thought he did the advantage plan yeah I'm pretty sure it's the advantage plan so I think that's two things Lauren has to tell us that he bought online (laughs) All right, let's go through
2: advantage plans yes no maybe so monthly premium maybe so Correct. Maybe so. Some advantage plans have zero. Others have a low premium. All in one plan. Yes, no, maybe so. Yes. It depends on what you define as all. I mean, some some advantage plans don't offer chiropractic care. Some advantage plans don't have a drug card built in. So I would say that depends. Underwriting.
1: Not initially, but after the first year, yes.
2: False. There's no underwriting oh, on Advantage plans, and that's oh. a that's a solid incorrect. If you change from Advantage
1: plan, then there is right.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. If you go back to Medic well, Medigap, that's there's underwriting. That's what I meant. But to switch to Advantage plan <laughs> for Advantage plans, there's no underwriting. Coverage abroad. Maybe so. Yeah. That, well, that's fair. Uh, there is as far as emergency goes, but uh, well, I and I don't want to make that. I want to make that clear. Not all Advantage plans may offer that. And each different Advantage plan has different travel benefits, too. So if you do travel worldwide, if you do travel within the United States a lot, ask about the travel benefit associated with the Advantage plan. Most of these questions, I'm probably giving this away to Lauren, but the answer is going to be depends on Advantage plans because they're so different. Oh, it's okay.
0: He he has to tell us what he got on Facebook. <laughs> figured, so we're good. I figured. <laughs> can eliminate most of your a and b out of pocket costs
1: depends
2: yeah that's a that's a good one and it's a an important one to bring up as well so advantage plans under part b You have to, you're responsible for 20% of the cost. Medicare pays 80% of the cost outside of the hospital, right? This is your doctor's and clinic's benefit. So when we look at durable medical equipment, let's say you're diabetic, you know, test strips, or if you need a CPAP machine, you will need to pay 20% of the cost of durable medical equipment. And that is typically how it is on Advantage plans as well. So that's a question you'll want to ask if you do need durable medical equipment supplies, Ask that question, is it going to be, I'll be paying 20% of those costs on the Advantage plan because it doesn't cover that portion of it. That Medigap does. Joe Namath. Yes. I think. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
0: (laughs) I hope the lightning round at least helps you understand the difference. But again, the best way to probably work through your specific situation is to talk to somebody who knows, as much as Anna Marie Morrow. She knows a lot about the subject because she dives into it. She studies it. She follows the legislation. So you can schedule that 15 minute complimentary checkup call at MerkelRetire.com. That's M E R K L E, retire.com. We will talk about all of the other aspects of retirement because we know just healthcare is just one piece of living your retirement vision. So we'll continue with this podcast. We invite you to subscribe, tell a friend, and we thank you for listening to Retiring Today. Merkel Retirement Planning is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investments and insurance products to custom suit their goals and objectives. Any information discussed in these shows is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Elite Retirement Planning, LLC. Insurance services are offered through MRP Insurance, LLC.
2: So I have to say, every time I've done this podcast... You know, we test Lauren's mic, right? And then the second he starts talking, your reaction is always, oh, Jesus. And you have to adjust every single time. Because he just pops it. Oh, I was dying. (sighs) (sighs) All of a sudden, he gets so excited. We just started.
1: I get excited to talk,
0: Mm too. So you
1: got one wrong. What did you buy on Facebook? See, you can't maybe if I did like do an outside independent research, I might be able to come up with something. But so in the picture <laughs> it, it was awesome. It was like this big ceramic but articulating wings bald eagle. Okay. And then when I got into it I also saw this big same thing, only owl. Like a
0: decoration of some sort? Yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: And uh oh, oh. And uh, and it's it's on a stand, right? So cool. my mom has all these chickens, and predators eat her chickens. Oh, so you're gonna put it? Give so it, so it I'm to mom? Yeah. Oh. Illegal? Like an a Yeah. Um, moving their wings? <laughs> yes. Okay. Right this is in front of the chicken chicken house. How awesome is that? Yeah. It just looks cool. Yeah. And then I got them yesterday in the mail. This is and I ordered this months ago. Yeah. And they were both this big. Oh. And in multiple broken pieces.